Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Despite our best efforts for creating a plan, choosing strategies we think will work, consistently taking action every day with a mindset of empowerment, we're going to fail along the way, and we're probably going to fail a lot. However, what we will learn today is this does not mean we are on the wrong path, that we'll never accomplish our purpose, or that we're fundamentally bad people. No. Failure is an information-rich data stream that alerts you that you have chosen the wrong strategy for solving your problem and pursuing your purpose. All of our progress as human beings, in science, and business, and human thought, has been predicated on people coming up with an idea, testing it out, getting objective feedback, and coming up with a new idea when that first one does not work out. Don't believe me? Look at how the scientific method works. First you come up with a hypothesis, and then you do an experiment to test that hypothesis, getting some sort of results, whether that's in alignment with your hypothesis or not, and doing an analysis of that experiment, often finding that your first original hypothesis was wrong. And so now you need to come up with a new hypothesis and conduct a new experiment and continue the whole cycle again. And this is exactly how we've progressed in science. Your life works the same way. Success at any given endeavor often means trying, falling short, recalibrating with the new knowledge generated by the painful failure, and then trying again and falling short, and often repeating this entire process ad nauseum. And sometimes within all that learning, impossible without having failure, leads you to see that aiming your ambition in a different direction would be better. Not because it's easier, not because you've given up, and not because you're avoiding something but because you've learned from your experiences that what you're seeking is not found where you're currently looking or is simply not attainable in the manner by which you are choosing to pursue it. See, failure is important because when you start off on the pursuit of your purpose, you're never going to have full certainty of any plan. So you can't avoid failure. When you first get started with something, you need to make a dozen countless tiny decisions at first, of which the, you assume you're going to have vast importance in your success down the road. But the danger is twofold. On the one hand, you can become paralyzed by all the decisions you need to make. On the other hand, you can rush through the initial decisions in your enthusiasm to get something off the ground, only to realize that you've doomed a promising project right from the beginning. But it's important to remind yourself of two things. First, risk is inevitable. and No amount of preparation can completely protect you. You'll develop the capacity to make these small decisions along the way only by making lots of them and then, yes, failing from time to time. Second, when you're doing that planning phase, do enough research, ask enough questions, but remember that action and taking a risk is going to be the beating heart of your daily practice. If you're ever on the fence, unsure whether you should keep researching and planning or take a leap, that's usually a clear sign that you've been thinking about this too long. Get moving, learn something, and take the lessons with you regardless of the outcome. You're going to have to step into the unknown and learn to pivot along the way. 
This brings us back to our lessons on choosing strategies. After we set our goals, we chose different strategies in order to reach those goals. And if you remember, strategies are ways to fulfill your purpose, but they're interchangeable. And oftentimes you need to learn different skills in order to fulfill those strategies. Well, as you start implementing those strategies, you're going to come across failures. And those are going to be signs that maybe you've chosen the wrong strategy and you need to choose something else in order to continue progress towards your goals. And oftentimes, these failures are going to point you to where you can improve your weaknesses, where you need to go learn new skills in order to fully implement a strategy. So these failures are information rich and allow you to go down the path of mastery of the different skills that you need more effectively. So as you decide between different strategies, plan for success, but learn from your failures. So let's discuss how you can learn and use failure to your advantage. So the first thing that we're going to do is create a hypothesis. And we've already done this in our previous lessons. We've come up with our purpose, we've set goals, and we've chosen different strategies that we think will be able to help us fulfill those goals and to solve the global challenges that we're addressing. Now we need to create a plan where we can experiment and implement our solution. Again, we've done this in the previous lessons when writing out our strategies. But before we get to implementing our plan, make sure that you have some measurable objectives and a baseline status that would serve as evidence for your failure or success. For example, if you chose a long-term goal such as reversing climate change with a plan to draft and pass legislation in your town or city to reduce energy consumption by a certain percentage, then your measurable objectives would be measuring the change in energy consumption in your town, not the overall reduction of CO2 in the atmosphere. Now, if your plan or strategy is educational in nature, you can measure how many people were exposed to your educational efforts and poll them to learn about the effects the educational campaign had on public awareness and behavior. As we learned in the mindset lesson, we're going to have all kinds of thoughts that are telling us we're failing. So having these objective measures allows us to see whether our experiments are actually working or not, separate from what we think about them. And this will be crucial to decide whether we're going down the right path or if we need to choose a different strategy. Our next step is to actually implement our strategy, run our experiment, and try our solution. Now, the feasibility of trying any strategy depends on many factors, from the kinds of solutions that are, we're trying to implement, whether you are implementing them collaboratively with others or individually, and the type of time and resources it's going to take to run that strategy. It may be that you need a much bigger team and resources to fully implement your solution. You may wish to build such a team, and you may also wish to share your ideas with existing groups, organizations, and others who have resources to take the next steps. But no matter how large the experiment that you're running, or what type of strategy you're testing out, remember that small daily actions are what add up to a much more ambitious vision. And you're never going to fail and learn if you don't start. As you begin implementing your solution, watch those key indicators to see if you're having success or not. Likewise, collect feedback and assess your solution. It's important to collect data and to analyze and assess the effectiveness of your efforts on the problem you're addressing. After reflecting on the results and assessing areas of improvement for your strategy, then it's time to develop a new strategy that incorporates what you've learned. Adjust accordingly and then do the entire process again, applying new ideas and the next iteration of the solution. You'll see that in this process, when we fail in our original experiment, it doesn't really matter because we've taken a bunch of data and we're trying out a new strategy and we're going to have a greater probability of success from this one because we already learned what doesn't work. The more that we do this, the closer and closer we get to actually achieving our goals 
and having a more clear path every time we embark on a new strategy. Of course, in every one of the strategies that we run in our experiments, we're going to have a few things that we actually succeed on where we were actually right. And it's important to take a moment to actually celebrate those successes. From a neurobiological perspective, this is going to hardwire your brain to develop more pattern structures for making more correct decisions. But from a motivational perspective, these are going to be the, the wins that give you energy to keep going, especially at the times when you keep facing failure. You know that through this process, you've gained some wins in the past. So when things are getting hard and challenging, you continue through this process because you know that your learnings are going to lead to those successes. So anytime that you have a success, take a brief moment to look back at what you did and how you got that success and celebrate it. So for our activity today, I want you to practice assessing a failure. If you've been taking this course, you're probably already trying to implement a strategy for achieving your purpose. Go through the process of looking at your hypothesis, implementing an actionable part of your solution, and begin collecting that feedback and assessing your solution. In what ways has this solution worked? In what ways has it not? And what have you learned from implementing this part of your solution? Take those learnings and develop a new strategy, adjust accordingly, and keep doing the process. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course. To get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.